Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, joined here this uh, week by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's <sighs> going on? Oh, it's hot as fucking balls. Like, if you have a scrotum and it's this hot and it's it's like glue to the side of your thigh, <laughs> that's summer is here. I remember it was just a few months ago we were recording and I got like an amber alert on my phone, but it, it, it was the same sound, but it wasn't an amber alert. It was because... Uh, it was negative 14, and we had a natural gas shortage, and it was like alerting people to turn their heat down. Um, <laughs> and now, just two months later, it's, well, it's what, two, three, you know, it's like four months later, uh, it's like 90 degrees out, and the sun's been down for two hours, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. and... I love uh, the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, too. It's just the extreme difference is a little jarring here in the Midwest. And, and our so. co-host that does not have a scrotum, uh, <laughs> is also joining us is uh, Jules. <laughs> Jules, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> Not much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, we love when when you can come on. Um, it is hot as balls. I, I yeah, I, I I don't mind heat either. I just I, the humidity is like it, it just like stop it. I'm Brazilian. Yeah, I love it, it all. It, it, it's That's true. <laughs> you're, you're I, like lo- I love the heat, it, but it's when it's this humid though, when the mosquitoes land on you, they can't Ugh. take off because there's so much moisture on your skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well. Uh, yeah, so this episode, we're just going to talk about the debates. I mean, not a ton's <laughs> happened otherwise. I mean, it, so, you know, obviously. Firefest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this makes Firefest look like Woodstock 1. They're, you know, they're fucking. A mess. Yeah, this is just an atrocity. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the debates. Obviously, other stuff happened this week, uh, but I think that's going to take up all of our time. Uh you know, Nancy Pelosi uh, today, super cool with uh, kids being locked in cages uh, and dying as long as the Republicans uh, b- swiftly inform uh, us when, when those kids do die. So that's the bill yeah. that she, she urged the Democrats yeah, to sign Pelosi on. Pelosi wants legislator. Good, yeah, she, she wants good record keeping at our concentration camps, just like yeah. a uh, good German would. Oh, how how could you call them concentration camps? I mean, you know, it's not like kids are dying there and the Democrats literally just signed off on fucking giving more funding to Trump's fucking border wall uh, in exchange for knowing how many kids are dying at these concentration camps. Like, I don't know how we can how we can categorize them as that. It's it's offensive, frankly. Um, But yeah, so that happened today. Um, It's fucking disgraceful. But uh, let's let's. Talk about something uh, a little less traumatic. Uh, the the, deb- the debates of the last <laughs> two two evenings. Um, I say a little less, although I, I mean it was yeah. That that's I, I I I think the first debate started like maybe five months ago. I'm not quite sure, but I I, I vaguely recall a time before the first debate of this cycle. Uh, it, that was just fucking a brutal. So, first of all, all right, we're going to get into each of the candidates, but this format is just such a piss poor way for anyone to talk about anything that they actually stand for. I mean, it, 
the, well, none of them stand for anything, almost anything, except for just a couple of them. Yeah, right. That's it, also but true. still, yeah. I mean, the the format the is do. ridiculous I mean. because the the Democrats decided to stop Bernie. We have to have one person running from every major state that he could win. Right. So that's mm-hmm. their strategy. So this clown car bullshit is purely to silence Bernie to give him less screen time because they know the more time he's on TV, the more people are just like, "Holy shit, that guy makes sense." Like you know yeah yeah and we should also mention up front by the way that this debate was held in miami uh run by the florida democrats (laughs) maybe the most corrupt state democratic party i don't know it's pretty close between them and like california yeah Yeah, i don't know they're 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 really fucking bad yeah um sponsored by uh nbc and comcast's uh political action committee who was donated ninety thousand dollars to the gop in the last year yeah (laughs) <laughs> and um, so to get into this event, you know, where all these candidates are vying for the Democratic nomination for president of the United States, you basically needed to be a uh, super wealthy person who could afford, I, I believe, the cheapest tickets d- just to get one ticket into this debate was 17 17- Fifty, like to get a ticket to the debate and a ticket to the oh, pre-debate. Seventeen fifty. I got uh, that's seventeen dollars and fifty cents. That's that's not bad. No, obviously, yeah. No, I actually, I actually, I, it, it is uh, one thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Boom. Um, to get one fucking <laughs> ticket to this debate, <laughs> which is probably why when you they actually do crowd shots, it's a bunch of fucking, you know, uh, stuffy old, fucking white people in suits and Tom Perez, you know. Uh, slumping down in the second row, hoping nobody sees him, even though he's sitting right, right in the aisle. Well, and he's and there every the time only, they go to a crowd shot. The <laughs> only way you can get tons of applause for Joe Biden is to make sure poor people can't go, right? Is to yep. make sure people of color can't go there, right? Because who the fuck in Miami can afford between $1,700 for one ticket and four? I think that the top tier was $4,500 for both nights. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, for uh, two uh, tickets. For two good, tickets. Good seating, and, and that's of course to meet with the candidates afterwards because you're fucking, you know, want your frame photo of uh, uh, Foggy Joe. Um, yeah. No. That's that's how they rigged the appearance of who did well is who's clapping for which candidate, and when it's you know, <laughs> like w- w- when the the price of admission is the basically the cost of used car, like who the fuck, you know, working class person is going to be there to applaud for someone like Bernie. Or Tulsi. Yeah, no, it's preposterous. Um, I, I just... And so, you know, uh, the, the, the the crowd reaction was predictable. Um, people, you know... Uh, Bernie got some cheers, but it, 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 the, yeah. the establishment, like, you know... The people the establishment loves really were the ones who got the undeserved cheers for the really milquetoast kind of policies they were putting forth. Or, or lack just of outright lies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I guess we should just talk about each individual, uh, you know, <laughs> person from the debate because I, there's so many different moments and uh, things we could talk about. But I, I think that'll be a good uh, kind of jump off point. So I actually have a list here. Let me just get it up. It's the um, okay. So night one, uh, we had. Uh, I'm just going to go through each one of these people and we'll, we'll kind of give our uh, our you know analysis. So Bill De Blasio. Um, <laughs> he actually, I, I will say, and I know he's a fucking total bullshitter. He actually had a really good debate compared to the rest of the people, like for the most part last night. Better than yeah. expected. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. He I mean he was, you know, he 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 knows how to fake being a lefty. Like, you know, that's 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 Bill de Blasio's biggest strength. That's always been his biggest strength. That's how he won the mayor, you know, the mayoral seat in New York is that he faked being this super, you know, progressive, super leftist uh guy. And then, you know, I think parts of him want to be that way, but he is this kind of establishment show when it comes down to it, because he still supports things like the Amazon deal. He's still at his core, like this, this capitalist sort of pseudo progressive guy. And he doesn't really fight for any of those things that he talks about. So I, he's kind no. of a bullshitter, but he's a great, he's a great campaign. Much like Obama, he's a great campaigner. I mean, you guys both live close to New York City, and yeah. I, I don't, so you probably know better. But, I mean, that's it's there's more capital in New York City than any city in North America. Yeah. I don't see how anyone could be the mayor of that city and not be just, you know, the staunchest capitalist in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the hemisphere, honestly. Yeah, and well, then he did a good job of tricking the... Uh, general population into thinking he was, you know, as as left-wing as the city, you know, purports to be. And he also did a good job of assuring the money people that, like, hey, I won't actually, you know, <laughs> do anything to challenge your wealth or do anything to really upset the system or do anything to upset the NYPD or et cetera, et cetera. Even though they fucking hate him anyway because it, all the cops in New York City are a bunch of super right-wing fucking mooks Fascist. that, that exactly. hate, you know, anyone who's not... Uh, you know, to the right of of Rudy Giuliani, so it's like you know you can't win anyway. Um, yeah, what did you I don't know what did you think, Jules, of uh, De Blasio's performance? I mean, I like that he was yelling at everybody. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, he was kind of good on that, like he was an attack dog. But then he went into his Russia bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the the second that he actually uh, quoted uh, Che was hilarious because the Florida <laughs> Democrats are losing their shit. And then, of course, he walked it back. It's like, all right, we need to pander to all the Guzano scum in Florida. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> like the one good thing he said, and immediately he was like, nope, nope, no, I'm sorry. He was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to actually be at, at <laughs> right? remotely. Uh, I didn't mean to be cool. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to identify with the uh, most, you know, world-famous revolutionary of our, you know, in our history. Right, but... Uh, oops, my bad. <laughs> you know, they're all, like, super right-wing, like, reactionaries in Florida, especially from Latin America. Like, they're down for the U.S., like, invading all of it, so... Oh yeah, they, they they're totally fine with throwing uh, yeah. leftists out of helicopters. Like oh, the people yeah. that that, no, that, that move. And moved even to if Miami they didn't, expense. you know, even if they had a bad ride with Castro, like how can you? I mean, you know, Che Guevara was an imperfect revolutionary, but still, like there was there was a reason all that shit happened. There was a reason that Che Guevara uh, fought to liberate Cuba from fucking imperialist capitalists, right? Yeah. right. Like they got to know that history. I feel like they just they (laughs) They don't know any history. That's a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, half of them are these fucking like you know, uh, like super light skin, blonde haired, you know, super rich, uh, fucking scumbags that come over and act like they were oppressed under socialism, and it's like you left the so you see all the time, but people be like, well, my family left, you know, left uh, left Venezuela to escape the clutches of of 
uh, socialism, and then you look at like the person uh, his parents left in like 1983 before like the socialists took over. It's just like yeah, they grew up in Spain the whole fucking time or some <laughs> yeah. shit. And you're like, yeah. what are you talking about? You never, you know, you have no. Yeah, you, you, have no you idea went to Harvard and like your parents yeah. are bankers. Like, shut the entire fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was Bill De Blasio's night in a nutshell. Um, Basically. Tim Ryan, woof, this, woof. this fucking guy, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, definitely the candidate uh, who is most likely to murder half the audience with an assault rifle. Like, that that was the vibe I got from him. Oh, my like, God, yeah. Of, He's so angry. <laughs> He's so intense. Like, Jesus so do, Christ, do, do, uh, We can't talk about Tim Ryan without talking about Tulsi, but obviously oh. the, the one of the most, you know, awesome moments of the, camp, of the, of the debate was... You know when uh, he basically was like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta stay engaged in Afghanistan." It was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Eighteen years, the war is old enough to vote, and you want to stay engaged. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, the, but Taliban did the nine eleven." Tulsi's like, "What the fuck? Are you, you fucking yeah, Al Qaeda he, did nine eleven. He, he conflated the Taliban with Al Qaeda." And just... the, the minute she she contradicted him, he contradicted himself, and he said, "Well, no, no I I don't want to engage. I don't want to engage. I want to engage in other things." <laughs> like the, the instant that a, a strong woman. And contradicted him, oh, he, he just won like origami just went the other way. <laughs> it, it was hilarious. He was oh, that was so good. That was great. That was that was like the one highlight of last night was her smacking him down on that. And you know, and for we'll talk about Tulsi also, but she. Uh, well, we could just talk about it now because uh, yeah, th- that's that's all Tim Ryan's going to be known for from that debate. Uh, he, the, guy, the look on his face when, <laughs> I mean, Jules, you posted that picture. You've retweeted a picture from somebody where his his eyes are just like bug eyed, his mouth is like oh totally gosh, like yeah. like pierced shut. It's just like a little tibble tiny no, slit. I, I I think I wrote on Twitter that he looks like he just got caught masturbating by his mom. <laughs> <laughs> He genuinely oh, look, looks terrified. We're not going to top that. She just back Well, it and, and then the thing that people <laughs> the people kind of didn't miss was at the very end of that interaction, Tulsi said he was like, "Oh, well, the, the Taliban was supporting Al Qaeda." And Tulsi was like, "Yeah, and you know who's supporting them now? Saudi Arabia." Yeah, and they cut her off like immediately. And, and that and was, was that was like oh, the yeah. mic drop <laughs> moment for me because I was like, "Yeah, finally, we're going to fucking talk about some real foreign policy here." Yeah, no. So th- no, you know. not gonna let that happen. No, and and Tulsi unfortunately really got shut out in terms of speaking time. Uh, she did, I think, for the most part, make the most of her speaking time. Um, she leans heavily on like the well, you know, I, I've served this country. Like she mentioned that in every answer, which is, I, I get it. That's like your angle, but um, it, it it I feel like a lot of people during these debates really focus on like I have to frame every answer in my overarching message and sometimes it's like almost a disservice to uh, just coming off non-rehearsed and and just saying what you believe about a particular subject like that's that was my problem with a lot of these people is is always like i gotta bring it back to my one issue it's like look we we all we know all of your one issues like tell me what you think about these very specific issues because these are things that you don't get asked about a lot and i want to know and you know and i'm speaking broadly but like I felt like that both nights. I don't know. Well, Maybe. definitely. But you were 100% right, especially yesterday, because, you know, it was like the kiddie <laughs> table. So they definitely like were trying to like set themselves apart. So it was like, you know, de Blasio was like, my black family. And then, you know, Booker was like, I live in the hood, like every 10 seconds. <laughs> and it's like, okay, guys, sure. I shot a man. 
Right. <laughs> T-Bone, uh, yeah. me and T-Bone were fucking gangbanging and like, yeah. Or, that. or, or Biden with his dead children. He's like, well, well my oh, kids God. died. I was like, you know. Uh, and then or Buttigieg with like, my husband Chaz. He said that every fucking answer. I'm like, oh dude, we get it. We know. We're, we're, but, we're fine well, with it. Nobody's it, this fucking is so like, ridiculous because like, like TYT, Anna Kasparian, repeatedly oh. called Tulsi a, a, a one-issue candidate. While she's down there getting drunk, not realizing that uh, the only reason she doesn't understand how this game works is, you know, partially because she's not paying paying attention. Uh, Elizabeth Warren didn't get asked a single foreign policy question last night. Yeah, because she's atrocious, and they so knew she, she doesn't look. Yeah, terrible. no, they needed to give her a pass. Right. So, atrocious so our our supposedly progressive media analysts, uh, political analysts, don't even notice shit like that because they're down there just, you know, oh, it's hot and I'm drunk now, and we're just partying because it's, you know. Uh, later than we're used to on the west coast <laughs> yeah yeah trash um but uh, but tulsi i mean I, I think she did for the most part make the most of her time um again the crowd totally iced her out because this is the same fucking you know business yeah. class liberals that hate anyone that's to the left of you know joe lieberman um right on that stage so oh, right. but, you but know, i thought every, she did a good job yeah and you know every time she gets up there like the only thing they're interested in talking about is you know putin and you know, Syria and like, you know, calling her an Assadist. So basically yeah. they're like Twitter trolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And she gets these oh, bullshit yeah, questions that, was... that no one else gets. They were like, so Tulsi, what do you think about Hezbollah? Right? Like, what the fuck is that they question? Are, and they also. They're great. Hope they destroy America. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you expect her to say in that question? Like, um, well, if you've been on the field of battle, you'd know that they're actually fucking freedom fighters. So fuck you, Rachel Maddow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like so, uh, yeah, and that was that was that was really perplexing to me. But it's just so telling of their agenda is that like almost nobody got asked specific questions. Like, most people got asked pretty broad questions, and they took their time out to smear Tulsi, a candidate polling at between one and zero percent on an issue that she has answered like fifty thousand times about the, her past LGBT comments, and she's answered those que- that question a million times. She recorded an apology. She has a 100% voting record on LGBT uh, rights since she's been in Congress. It's like, right. they th- and they took their time out of the debate to actually pro- to bring that question up because it's like, well, for any for the five people considering voting for Tulsi, we better make sure we smear her in their eyes so they don't even think about it. It's like, well, you know what it is? It's more just delegitimizing everything that she's saying. It's not really exactly. about oh, that's, her. That's a good point, it's yeah. just about to make her look silly. Um, and on a national level. So they can basically just say, listen, she's a quack. You don't need to listen to anything that she has to say. And that's really all it comes down to. It's not really about, you know, her winning, because obviously that's not going to happen. It's just about, you know, delegitimizing what she's saying, like, on a national level. Yeah. Very, very true. And also, I saw a critique from left of saying, you know, well, why didn't she interrupt more? Because it was clear that even though they only got a short amount of time, if you were just loud enough and and insistent enough to interrupt, you could get more time. And they let that happen. And Tulsi just doesn't do that. No. They were were like, why doesn't she interrupt the same as everyone else? And it's like, indigenous Hawaiian people don't do that. Like, they they view interrupting as, as being very aggressive. In, in a form of communication. And I think like most, most people from island countries that I've been to are very much like that. Whereas right. white people interrupting is like, I got something to fucking say. You know, like that's just, <laughs> we think everything we have to say right. should be immediately. I have everybody's f- managers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I think Tulsi's yeah, style of communication sure. is very 
uh, consistent with the culture she's from uh, and the people that she's from. And I think that's um, that's a good thing that white supremacy tried to destroy, honestly. And that's why they were able to, to subjugate a lot of people that shouldn't have been over the years is because they, you know, you've read the first paragraph of Christopher Columbus's uh, diary when he reached the new land. He was like, these people are so nice and friendly. We can make them into slaves like nothing, right? Like that that idea just drives me fucking nuts. Name schools after him. Has his own holiday. Great well, guy. you know, I mean, if she had gotten, you know, any, like, involved in anything and, like, tried to interrupt anybody, they would have treated that so differently than, like, oh, yeah. let's oh, yeah. say Gillibrand, you know, Gillibot tonight, um, <laughs> you know, basically just trying to, like, shut down everybody and trying Children to dominate the, the conversation. <laughs> You know, had she done that, it would have yeah. it would have been like you know characterized as her being like, oh, these rude leftists. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know their place, like kind of thing. It oh, she's been combative. Treated totally differently. Tulsi's yeah. so combative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I I think she did the most of what she could. Unfortunately, this this format is just shit for everybody. Um, yeah, it's terrible. So uh, Julian Castro, uh, you know, I, I he's a, a terrible candidate. He. Did horrible things as HUD, yeah, as HUD secretary. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's a terrible person. He he helped uh, facilitate the fucking mortgage crisis. Uh, you sh- people should look into that. It's a real fucking disaster. How much he exacerbated that situation. Um, right. I thought he had a good debate though. Like I thought he he, he performed very well. Like he you know really went at. Uh, Beto, which was like, there's so many people that I can't stand that also like cut down people I can't stand even worse. So I'm very conflicted oh, about great. how to feel. But no, like, it was well, you. you it was so great. <laughs> it was the only way so that I feel bad is let them fight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, there was that one moment where like everyone was doing kind of good, you know, for for their performance level, mm-hmm. and Beto was just fucking crashing. Like his, his he just looked like his ADHD just makes him look jittery and uncomfortable. Up there on the podium. He's just like, I can't stand on the podium. I can't stand on the podium. What do I do? What do I do? his hands. He can't fucking keep his hands still. He's just constantly fucking like... I I mean, not to fucking shame people (laughs) who actually have. I I think he probably does have ADHD. Oh, for sure. Um, And he was just getting interrupted by everybody. (laughs) And it was like a feeding frenzy. Uh, and I posted that fucking gif. It was like with the, the the steak or the salt bay guy, steak guy. Yeah, he's I like, saw that. He's like slapping a, like a like a long slab of meat. And I was just like, so this live footage of Beto getting gang getting fucking dog piled on <laughs> by the rest of the kids. Yeah, oh, no, it, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Julian Castro just destroyed him on his um, lack of a plan. Uh, for people at the board. I think one of his quotes was actually, it was great. It was something like, I'm just amazed that the senator from uh, Minnesota and the senator from uh, Massachusetts or wherever he said, have a better plan uh, for people at the border than the senator from Texas. <laughs> it was like, that's great. God damn. I missed well, that line. That's because he makes a lot of money off of these private detention centers. So he's heavily invested. Yeah, his family. In, yeah. So yeah. he's heavily invested in everything that's going on. So him saying that he was going to close everything down and stuff is just pandering. Like mm-hmm. now he went back on Medicare for all. Like in real time, we saw him do it yesterday. You know, no, he's Medicare been for, for America's just as good guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, now he's straight <laughs> up said he's not for Medicare for all at all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it didn't go. give a really good. Like they basically asked him, like, why are you not for it anymore? And he just gave this like really rambling. 
incoherent near a tandem answer about like why exactly. it, it Choice. was just it, it was Markets. awful awful garbage <laughs> capitalist garbage. So. No, I mean, it, it, did, I guess we're talking about Beto now, but yeah, let's just talk about uh, like fucking did, class. did he not just seem <laughs> utterly emotionally defeated last night? Oh, he was so he looked so downtrodden. Like, like like in addition to ADHD, the guy looks like he's got like manic manic depressive bipolar disorder. Where the minute he doesn't feel like he's on top of the fucking world or on top of your, you know, <laughs> cafe counter, standing on top, he's of suddenly the like just like I'm worthless. I'm nothing now. I'm just giving up. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Was, was like know. just. I don't, the, I don't want to uh, like diagnose him. With yeah, anything. No, I just no. think he's, he's a fucking he's, loser. He's just a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just be right. real. He's well, just, I mean, we're we're not no, diagnosing, really but is. we we're we're analyzing their their nonverbal cues and their verbal cues and the things they yeah. said and the manners in which they said it. So they are public figures. So I, I, I don't feel like we're uh, shaming or attacking any kind of... Any yeah, no, oh, yeah, no, 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 no shame to anyone with it. With I know, anyone yeah. I, I, I feel like somebody stuff. probably, like, said something to him before and, like, he's definitely conflicted on his own beliefs and answers. He's being fed, like, lines and he really just doesn't know which one to go with. Oh, he's an empty vessel. But no, yeah. I mean, what Beto is, is the ultimate, like, example of how far, like, white mediocrity can get you in life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, white male <laughs> mediocrity. Because he just is such an empty fucking vessel who has no uh, substance to him whatsoever. But it's just like he managed, because he uh, apparently is uh, good looking, although, uh, have you looked at his fucking face? I Like, I don't know who thinks he's good. But but he's he's managed to portray, like, like goofy, like... Decent looks into and and like the fact that he can like speak in in a somewhat compelling way. I guess again, I don't agree with either of those two things. But to 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 being considered a viable candidate for president, it's like no, he's a life you've accomplished coach. Nothing. He, he make you feel you good about nothing, anything. right? And that only goes so far. Um, but I think deep down he's sad because he knows that yeah he can get on a skateboard, but he can't fucking kickflip. So fuck him. <laughs> Also, I, I think he's got to be thinking like, man, I should have ran for fucking Senate again. This was really a bad, bad decision. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. he's totally fucked his, his Senate chances. I mean, it, just completely in the gutter at this point. Well, you can always run against Ted Cruz again. <laughs> Can't do worse than last time. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so fuck Beto. I mean, it was, he, he was just pathetic. Um, Cory Booker. Cory Booker had an interesting evening because he... I thought he he is a, he's good at debating, even though he, it's very obvious that he's like super phony and doesn't believe in anything that he's saying. Like he's very performative. Like that, he was probably the most performative out of any of them. I think last night. I, you know, I expected him to be more faking, performative, and scripted, and he seemed more genuine than okay. I thought he was going to be. Yeah, I mean, he always seems kind of douchey. Um, but he's good at it, though. I, he's good at like doing that stuff, though. I th- like he's good at performing. Um, you know, he, a lot of Beto's stuff felt very rehearsed. Like he, like the, oh, the God, pacing yeah. and the time, and it was very just like, and that's when we will do use my Obama th- like, cadence, and, and, and I'm going to make sure I use right, my hands this one. And, and Booker does a lot of that, and I saw less of that last night than, mm-hmm. than he normally does it. So I was kind of like, hey, Booker's not not doing that bad for. For you know, for his lane or whatever, but um, he he did better than I thought he would for sure. Yeah, I don't remember what he, any of the things he said except for <laughs> that like his neighbor got shot. 
And I was like, was that your ma- imaginary friend that did that one too? Him and Ben Carson <laughs> should get together and talk about their 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 their, their friends in the ghetto who who oh who got shot and who tried to st- and then the time they tried he tried to stab one of them but accidentally stabbed their belt buckle. <laughs> My so, God. Yeah. Why does everyone have to have like a fake anecdotal friend? Like, the, have I, you never lived a fucking exciting life? Well, you have real stories like that. Uh, unfortunately, guys like that, uh, black candidates like Booker and like um, uh, who was I just mentioning? Ben Carson, who grew up in really privileged situations, never really had to experience the actual experience for most black people in America. So they have to. They feel like they have to relate to that community, even though they really relate more to, like, Joe Biden's community than they do to, you know, average uh, Americans. Actually, I think um, Booker did. He grew up, I mean, his parents were both, like, in managerial class of some sort. I think they were, like, architects or engineers or something like that. But I'm pretty sure that Ben Carson's family was poor, and I think he was a single mom. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and he grew so up in housing and stuff like that. So do you do you think they just like reject where they came from because of it? They're like, oh, I have power now, so I don't. I mean, I know you can't absolutely. Speak out of house, you know, he yeah. take. You know, they they like to pull the ladder up behind them, and you know, they right. kind of reject. You know, a lot of things in their upbringing, and they're too good for it. And um, you know, it just it's it's well, very like, classist. Yeah, well, and like Ben Carson too. I. I get the feeling, like, even if he may have grown up in a low-income situation, like, he was not, like, he was a total fucking, like, nerd. Like, there's no way he, he tries to portray, like, he was, like, constantly trying to stab people. Like, he talked about, like, trying to stab his mother. Uh, Like, you did not, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Every time I hear Ben Carson talk, I think of of the, Republicans think black people are. Yeah, no, he, like, he reminds me of, like, every, like, the the Keen Spiel, or Keen Peel, uh, Black Republican (laughs) sketch. No, no, no. Where they all just you know, like <laughs> clap in unison, that, that whole thing. and You know, yeah. black Republicans, we're not a monolith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the one guy in the back, get them pants. Where he's trying to uh, somebody, pants somebody's white's white wife is here to pick them up. Uh, her name's Emily. Oh, oh, that's me. That's me. That's me. Like they all go right out the back. Yeah, yeah that's one of my favorite Keen Peel uh, <clears throat> skits. But yeah, so, um, but no, I mean, Booker didn't have a bad night. I think he did a lot to. And he actually had the most speaking time. He he forced the most speaking time out of the night. So I think in that regard, he did a good job debating, even though, of course, he doesn't really believe in any of the shit that he stands for. He takes tons of money from the pharmaceutical industry uh, to make sure that, you know, drug reimportation bills don't pass and that real Medicare for all doesn't pass. So right. he's not going to do any of the shit that he says. Charter he's schools. Do. Oh, um, he's yeah, totally for war. You know, wants to criminalize BDS, like a whole bunch Horrible of shit. So he's he, he's garbage. Takes a ton of money from Wall Street. Yeah, he's yeah. Next, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Um, I don't think she, so. First of all, yeah. I mean, we we've talked a lot about Elizabeth Warren and how she's full of shit and really bad on a lot of issues and really trying to kind of uh, siphon votes off of Bernie. And really, she doesn't deserve votes of anyone who actually considers himself a leftist because she's not. It, it, this this whole conflation of her and Bernie is preposterous. Like she's not really supportive of Medicare for all. She doesn't, uh, as she's said numerous times, she's totally willing to immediately concede on that. Um, her foreign policy is a fucking disaster. Oh my she God, it's atrocious. Uh, thinks Palestinians deserve to be obliterated. Essentially. She, she thinks Israel has the right to defend itself. 
Uh, she says all the time, like, hey, Anthony, yeah. that kite was on fire. We had to shoot those medics. Look, yeah. that's I mean, just obviously. And they the, have the right, yeah. the right, and the nurse. Yeah, it, yeah. So she's 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 garbage. But uh, you know, just just talking about her debate performance, um, I actually didn't think she did herself really any favors. She was like really. Like she had a couple of good moments, but like she didn't. the The debate was clearly hers to win because it was her and like the kids' table, and she really didn't do much to stand out. I don't think from right. the crowd. And they wanted her to stand out, so that's oh, why yeah, they, they gave her. In the middle. They, they, they gave her the, the yeah. They first talked about her for like a full hour and the last question, mm-hmm. opening statement and closing statement. Like you don't you don't even get that in a criminal trial. Yeah, no, it's just such an unfair like you know, you know, like you know, we use that term like you get you got pitched a softball question, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's that thing called when you're you're too little to hit to hit a pitch? T ball. And they they put the the ball, the wiffle ball. ball, on like yeah. a little pole that's so you can just ball. hit at it. Like that's what Elizabeth Warren fucking got last night. I, lo- I love the sh- I love the how shallow the depth of your sports references are. Even when it comes to ch- <laughs> even when it comes to children's like sporting activities, I mean, like you're like I a lazy guy. You fucking bike know, all over the place, but know, your sport team sports I references just, are. Like- I was like, what's 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 like a like way more lower step down than softball, and it's the one where you hit a wiffle ball on top of a pole because you're yeah. five. <laughs> Oh yeah, but no that that was that was her whole night, and she she struck out at T ball. So uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, um, there's still gonna, I, I I think honestly I, I think their their uh, propping of her, propping up of her is not gonna last. I think now that Kamala had this kind of, well, and we'll talk about her later, but she had this kind of standout performance. Uh, even though you know she's awful in so many ways, and we'll talk about them, I think they're going to go back to Kamala as like the person they're going to prop up for the next cycle. We'll next see. Month. Yeah, so. for sure. It goes on numbers. I mean, like like Liz Warren's being propped up for people like our yeah. parents, right? Like our not just the three of us as parents, but especially my parents, but other people that generation, right? Like the people they're like, oh, Bernie's so great, and they're like, mm, yeah, the issues, is, but I just don't like him because he pushes too hard on it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or they like just, they, they've been they're trying to make it socially unacceptable to like Bernie, even though they like all of his issues. So they talk about the alternative to Bernie, Liz Warren. When we said last week, well, why do you need an alternative to Bernie? If he's already fighting for those things, why do you need an alternative, right? Right. So they're, you know, they're trying to be like, oh, it's just as good. But, you know, I had this conversation with my mom last night. She's like, you don't, I said, mom, did you watch the debate? She's like, yeah. I said, well, do you, you know, what do you think? She's like, well, I thought Warren was great. I was like, yeah, do you you believe her? She's like, oh, yeah, of course. I'm like, I don't believe a fucking word she says. I don't believe she's going to fight for any of that shit. She's like, well, how can you tell? I'm like, because she doesn't fucking do it. Because yeah, she says it and doesn't do it. She's just all writing the, Bernie's all of the Yeah, exactly. All of these were bills in the past. She was never a co-sponsor. She never even you know, said that she supported them. So why should anybody think that she's for them now? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, no, I mean... It, it she's, been, she's, you know, she's been in government for how long? She's never expressed support for any of these issues. Now all of a sudden she's coming out with plan after plan after plan. Fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know... It, Again, this is like just the starkest contrast imaginable between Bernie and Warren. It's like Bernie has been saying that he's gonna wants to do these things since twenty years before I was fucking born, or well, maybe like ten years before I was born. But for for fucking four decades, he's been saying this. And uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, all of a sudden found her her you know 
progressive bone when she decided to run for president and is all of a sudden coming up with all these plans that she could have put forth in the fucking uh, what, eight years that she's been a senator? How many ever many years she's been a senator? Right. She didn't even um, go to politics that long. And you watch a, the MSNBC or NBC and they're, whole, they're all like, oh, well, Bernie's plans had no substance until Elizabeth Warren gave them substance. So they're trying to pretend like... You know, Bernie was just like this these lofty goals, the lofty ideas, and Liz Warren gave them, you know, like grounded them and made them tangible. But it, it's like, no, she doesn't, she doesn't fucking. Kamala Harris believes in Medicare for all more than Elizabeth Warren does, right? right. Yeah. So yeah, that's sadly, I think that's probably true. Uh, and I yeah, still don't trust her. <laughs> no, of course not. Oh, I and, don't either. Um, and yeah, and I mean, like, they talk about that, and it, that's another just total. Uh, just nonsense talking point that you see all the time in the media about how Liz Warren's more policy wonkish than Bernie. And it's like Liz Warren just has uh, more milquetoast policies than, than Bernie when it comes to these things. Like her, her uh, college debt bill forgives debt up to $50,000. That's all well and good, but I know a lot of people who have hundreds of thousands of dollars in college fucking debt. Bernie's bill literally eliminates all college debt. Uh, right. You know what is not going to help you if you have $200,000 in debt to a college where you were just trying to go to, to, to you know, be able to get a career like and, you know, now they're, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you people if, if you saw that thing on uh, Indeed uh, where like they're they're uh, saying uh, master's degree preferred starting salary 1550 an hour or something like that. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm sure you could pay off a fucking 300 or $200,000 student uh, loan uh on, on a $15 an hour fucking wage. Like, g- give me a fucking break. So, yeah, you know, her plan's not as comprehensive, but of course, because she uh, says she has a plan for that, that's the narrative that everyone, it, the, all the fucking morons in the media go with without actually looking into it. Right. Well, and, the, and she always says they have a plan for that, but nobody ever asked Liz Warren, how are you going to pay for that plan? No, of course not. Bernie no. was the only one that was asked that all night tonight. Nobody right. asked any other candidate how they were going to well, pay for any and, of their plans. And they, they keep fucking lying about these, the, this this whole framing. Bernie needs to say Medicare for all is going to cost less than what we have now, and he right. needs to say that every time. Yeah, it, yeah, and and uh, yeah, and we'll talk about Bernie a little later. I just think this format is really not his strong suit where he has to fight off 20 other people and then, or 10 other, nine other people and then worry about, Oh, if I interrupt this woman, I'm going to be called a sexist. And if I interrupt this one, I'm going to be called a racist. And if I interrupt this one, I'm going to be called whatever. Like he, I I feel like that he's making so many calculations and not ever really taking the gloves off. Oh, like he is, he is, but he's, um, Bernie's game theory on debating, on a stage that with that many people is to, like I said before, Jules, let them fight. Right. <laughs> because he knows that, you know, Harris going after Biden could easily uh, be turned on it, him. It, well, no, he knows that her doing that is going to ultimately only help him because right. Kamala's at what? 3%. Right. Yeah. So he's letting them attack the people he needs attacked without getting his own hands dirty. Right. Which is, and they're, and they're having to, you know, to even be on that stage and have legitimacy, they have to make his arguments for him on Medicare for all and immigration and all these other things and in free college to, to you know differing degrees. Um, so it's like, yeah, he doesn't need to fight to be heard because he can just like let them say it for him because he knows they're all going to be gone eventually, right? And right. then it'll be 
just him and, and Warren or Biden or maybe Kamala if she does something better, you know. So And then that will be the time where he really fucking cuts, you know, some jugulars and, and differentiates himself. See, the great thing, well, I, I'll save it for when we talk about Kamala. Um, so uh, we talked about Beto O'Dork already. Uh, Amy, Klo- Amy Klobuchar. Just, I mean, the most can I speak to the manager energy of any human being oh I think God. I've ever. Ever. <laughs> Can I, I throw just, a stapler at your manager? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> just just awful, you know, totally devoid of any policies whatsoever. Just really weird fucking speaker. Like, I just don't, I, I just, I, there's not, I can't imagine, I can't believe this person got elected to national office. Right? Like, I'm, I'm shocked. She smiles like, while she's, like, kind of clenching her teeth. Who has a crazier smile? Her or Joe Biden? Like, that's a real fucking. Oh, my fucking, God. He, I, I, I tweeted, I think, while, while we were watching that debate, right after he was, he was smiling after he got, like, destroyed by Kamala, like, uh, has anyone ever seen Slenderman and Joe Biden in the same room at the same time? Because, <laughs> like, he really is just terrifying. I don't, but, but I don't also get that like reference. A, I was, what you were talking about that earlier. It's, it's like this online, like, horror thing. But, like, it just, uh, this guy that's my, whatever. Uh, it, right. He looks like a fucking uh, uh, a horror mo- like movie monster. Oh, he basically. looks like the, the like the creepy guy from Poltergeist, too. Yeah, know, no, like he does. Yeah, fucking, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's him. His um, mouth is rejecting his teeth. Like, he can't keep <laughs> them in. <laughs> his skull is rejecting his hair plugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um, it. My God. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, Klobuchar just, uh, you know, <laughs> Hilarious uh, that she's even still in this race, but you know, I, I guess somebody needs to to, to, to occupy that that space because the yeah. Democratic Party's not right wing enough. The intern beating space—they <laughs> probably like all backstage with helmets on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel so bad for her interns after that performance too. Like they're just not going to be able to be draw able to straws at like who runs her Twitter account <laughs> out of fear of being beaten if they tweeted the yeah, wrong right. thing. Um, tell us who we talked about. Uh, yeah. Jay Inslee, I, you know, I, I, he was I, okay. I he was weird. okay. He's, he talks so weird. Like, I, I know this is so superficial and like, I apologize, but like, I just can't get over the way some of these people just like talk like they're aliens from Men in Black. Like, they just have such <laughs> odd fucking cadences and like, clenched teeth and like their eyes are so red they look like like jay Inslee either like smoked a huge bowl before he went on stage or like it's possible or, or like is ready to cry like, from i don't seattle <laughs> so. yeah, that's i know right no but so, he, i mean he doesn't seem like a seattle mayor um mike mcginn uh his predecessor seemed like a seattle mayor like cool guy rides a fucking bike he's got a beard you know <laughs> like fucking silver fox you know kind of beer belly looking guy um you know Inslee just Looks like a quarterback. He, he, like. he looks like Jim Webb, you know, gave up the war <laughs> and took up climate change. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah. And it's a shame because he actually does have really good climate policy. But I mean, and, you know, that's it's insane how fucking little play that got in either of these two debates, you know, despite Tom Perez's assurances that that would be talked about uh, plenty. Uh, they got like one question each night. You know, an hour and 40 minutes. Of course. Um, But yeah, he's just not a super compelling speaker and didn't really make his case. But, you know, he's got a good climate plan. I hope whoever wins adopts like broad aspects of it uh, and and integrates it into their climate plan. Um, You know, so we'll see, I guess. 
Um, and he wouldn't make a bad like guy to maybe head up. Like, I, and I, I again, like, don't nobody jump down my throat if he's like super into fracking and I don't know about it. But it didn't seem like that. So I'd be like, if he's as good as he seems on climate, he might be a good guy in a Bernie administration to like head up the EPA or to like do something of that nature. You know? Yeah. Um, Jay Inslee. So we have uh, <laughs> my personal favorite, John Delaney, the, the fucking the Ned pota- Ryerson of presidential candidates. <laughs> like just John Delaney, man. I, I, I almost feel bad for the dude. Like he's just so sad, like and pathetic, and like I, it, it was so funny how like every time he would try to talk, they'd be like, "All right, yo, we'll get to you." But we got to like literally every time he tried to talk, they cut <laughs> him off. They're like, Dude, come on. We all know that you're wasting everyone's time. Like, let's not, let's not, you know, let's not do this. He was, like, running in place for a while. Every single time that they, like, put the camera on him, he was jumping up and down. I was like, what is he doing? (laughs) Yeah, no, he kept trying to get the moderator's attention. It's like, they see you. They're just not calling on you because nobody gives a fuck what you have to say. (laughs) Nobody knows who you are. They're going to boo. They're going to boo. I mean, at least, you know, back in 2015, Lincoln Chafee took it like a champ, (laughs) knowing that no one gave a shit. Whereas Delaney's like... Like, come on. Everyone really wants mad. to hear what I have to say. Like, no, <laughs> so no, they don't. They don't. Goodbye, Lincoln Chafee of 2019. <laughs> we just get Lincoln Chafee back. Maybe we could, like, sub him out for, like, the lady just to see if anyone notices. I mean, it's it's a shame that they're doing debates right now because I remember the, the cold open uh, of the first episode of, of SNL for 2015 was their, their spoof of the debate where we got to see Larry David as Bernie Sanders oh, for the first time so ever. And I was I was living in New Orleans at the time, and I just I remember watching that going fucking wild. And the the guy they had playing Lincoln Chafee was like <laughs> at the very end, it was like, "All right, well, thanks for everything. <laughs> Goodbye forever, America." Like waving his hand. <laughs> funny, and you can fucking find oh, a gift of that on Twitter now. Like you you fucking. Do a gift search on Twitter for Lincoln Chafee, and that's the first hit you get. <laughs> that SNL I think that might be the last time uh, SNL was funny in 2015 <laughs> for that, like, two minutes. In Twitter. Now, whenever they have Larry David on doing Bernie Sanders, it's usually really fucking really funny. Good. Yeah. I'm going to tile uh, it up to 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love that once the one thing they had with Larry David as Bernie, where he like wouldn't shake the woman's hand because she acts she like sneezed on it right before, and she like goes oh that was the, the <laughs> like actually like a pre tape produced thing yeah was, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget the name of it, but it was, yeah, it was like the, the woman crashes her car and like dislocates her collarbone. She's like, I need you to pop it back in. And he's like, eh, that, that, I don't pop. I don't pop. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie! <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, John Delaney, uh, LOL. Um, I think that pretty much sums up his debate performance. So, uh, you know, again, the f- that, that that's everyone from the first night. Uh, overall, it was pretty uneventful. Uh, I think Tulsi was the, had really the one big smackdown of the night. Other than that, it was kind of just whatever. Um, and I think a lot of the people from night two learned that, like, hey, uh, if you jump in and interrupt, they're not really going to be able to contain you, uh, which is why everyone decided to talk at once the entire night tonight. Um, so, yeah, let's go through tonight's candidates. Um, <laughs> oof. Uh, Mary- Marianne Williamson. Um, wow. I-, I-, I know she, like, supports most of the right things, but... Uh, yeah. Not uh, healthcare though. She was so bad on healthcare. I didn't even hear her fucking answer. Was it something about like how healing? Oh, the how we have a we don't have a, a 
a, a met, I don't even know what the fuck. She said basically we have a she, sickness problem in this. We country. have a sickness problem. Well, I seriously started. Th- I think she. I thought she was going to start she, talking about vaccines. Like she was just so right. fucking well, out well, there. She was saying that like we have a higher rate of uh, preventative chronic illness in this country because of pollution. Which yeah, that's true. I I agree with that. But then, like, the logical step would be, like, well, if we had Medicare for all, people could get preventative, preventative health care before they get to the point of having yeah. a chronic illness. And right. she should make that. Medicare but, for all, but yeah, but she, she doesn't support Medicare for all. She says that it gets rid of innovation and a whole bunch of other horse say, shit. I've, I've heard her say both things. She's just not a politician. Like, I, and, and she's just not yeah, made for politics. I, I like, tweeted this to you doing. earlier, Jules. I was like, I when I was watching the, the, the live feed of the Poor People's Campaign Forum, I, when she got on the mic, I thought it was a protester that got up there for a moment. Like, I, <laughs> I, I know she has good views, but when she gets on a microphone, it's like she, she just dropped she acid did. an hour before. Yeah. And she's she just did. fucking... <laughs> she probably did. Um, so I know she, we have a few fans of the show who like her, and I, I know she has some good views, but... Like her performance up there on the debate stage tonight was, uh, yeah, I was grinding my teeth a little bit. I was like, oh, the bars, yeah, it was cringy. I mean, (laughs) don't don't get me wrong. I mean, she's her, you know, her comments about race and immigration tonight were fantastic. Reparations. She's the only one with a reparations. The only one, and she brought it up on the debate stage, and I think that was huge. She also brought up, you know, our foreign policy in Latin America that's driving a lot of the issues here in the mm-hmm. United States on the border. You know, she brought up all those issues and nobody else really was. Um, but, you know, she sounds like Martha Stewart when she talks and she's just so fucking weird. She has like the same personality as Jill Stein. I think Jill Stein's way more hinged than, than her. Um, she seemed, you might be at, right. at, at least tonight, like if you've ever gone to like city council meetings and you list, sit through like hours of testimony and you get that one fucking lady that like comes to every fucking city council meeting to testify about the same issue every week, and you're just like, oh Jesus fucking Christ! And they just seem like they're like at I don't home, sell towers fucking in my town huffing because, duster, you know, and it, my yeah. chakra doesn't doesn't uh, you know mix if well. If you with think this. you're gonna beat Trump with a plan, I can tell you you are wrong. Oh my God, Trump was won with a shit? message that was "Make America Great," and that's why we need to legalize cannabis. Christmas you know, just like what? <laughs> America needs some oils. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oils I, for America. Trump's <laughs> zodiac sign is the reason we're in this mess. <laughs> it makes sense that she's like Oprah's best friend. Like that, that really explains everything you need to know about <laughs> she, her. Because she's oh so Christ. a product of like Oprah's heyday, the fucking '90s new age bullshit. Like, you know, like oh, nothing matters, and I'm super spiritual, and like. If I put this pink crystal on your throat, like it'll cure your lung cancer. Like, just oh my god, exactly. Just, you know, like let's fucking pump the brakes. Like, what what are you doing here? So, um, you guys would never. If you lived on the West Coast for more than a couple months and like really saw like the real how like how far that shit goes down the rabbit hole. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, crazy. I lived out there for two years. Did you? Yeah, yep. I, it was hard for me coming from the Midwest. I, I imagine like coming from the, the Northeast coast, too. We're just we, just we don't worse. suffer for fools like that very like you know for very long. So I, it's just not a yeah that not a good mix. Yeah. I feel like um, I was dropped in a different planet. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, like, I, I can't here? I can't do sarcasm on Commun- the West Coast because nobody gets sarcasm on the West Coast <laughs> because it's they have so no literal. fucking sense of irony in the West Coast. Yeah. 
It's just like everything they say is literal, and you're like, you're fucking kidding me, right? And like, no, bro, I totally, I'm a breatharian. I don't eat, I don't eat food. I don't drink water. I believe that that hurts, you know, the microbes in the water. I'm a breatharian. I get all my protein from breathing air. And you're like, are you fucking mental? They're like, whoa, dude, are you ableist? And like, no, you just, you just said a thing that's not possible. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god. Yeah. Well. um... Uh, so Marion Williamson, yeah. Uh, John Hickam Pooper uh, oh up my next. God. He was just, just. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the the thing that's so telling about the kind of crowd that the debate attracted tonight is that he got like a really loud ovation for a couple of his answers. And if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the fucking Florida. people that got let into that, yeah, rich Florida fucking right wing Democrats that got let into that thing. I mean, he is. I mean, he says that the solution to climate change should include the oil and gas industry. Like, what? How is that not immediately like get the fuck out of this party? What are you doing? Like, I, right? I mean, I know that that's what the party is, but I mean, it's just the voters. Like, how? Like, it's just preposterous that he's even allowed to be in this fucking uh, uh, race. Like, it's just like such a joke. I well, I, I mean, on some level, they're the biggest corporations on earth, right? So they're not just going to disappear. They're going to fight to the bitter end uh, for, for fossil fuels. So if you said we have to basically just, you know, get rid of corporations, I'd be like, fuck yes, <laughs> right? Um, but if there is possibly a way that they can retool for green energy and still make money, they would have done it by now, right? right. So, mm-hmm. so I, I get the idea. Like, that could be possible, but they're never going to go for it. So people like us, we hear that and we go, no, that's just being an accomplice to ecological suicide. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's totally in the pockets of the oil and gas industry. He famously. Oh, yeah. He loves fracking. That's drank like fracking shit. fluid to prove that it's safe. You know, <laughs> is that way he's cross-eyed now? Yeah. That <laughs> explains a lot. Um, but yeah, so he, he was, he was hilarious and he, he always tries to like, shit talk socialism oh in his God. answers which he's is so just obsessed. so funny he's so obsessed he's like literally like a republican like trump everything's about socialism he needs to talk about it all the time oh which I, I don't think trump talks about socialism as much as hicken looper <laughs> like he just <laughs> likes getting booed for he's being like wrong re- right he's like the republicans are going to call us socialists if we don't take a stand motherfucker they call hillary Hillary Clinton, a communist, all the time. Like, are you <laughs> serious? They're going to call you that right. anyway. At they're going to call like, you to that anyway. Exactly. At least put up good policy. Like, what lean, the fuck is wrong with you? Lean into it. Be the fucking thing. Like, it's what I tell people all the time. When, when, when Abdul ran for governor in Michigan, they're like, oh, they're going to call him a Muslim. I'm like, he is Muslim. <laughs> like, so what the fuck? Like, why are you fucking centrist liberals aping the racism and xenophobia and, and Islamophobia of the far right. Exactly. If, if they're going to say that no matter what, why are you co-opting that? Like, just fucking run the better candidate. Yeah, yeah, that's no, preposterous. So uh, he's hilariously, you know, hapless, and he won't be around uh, for the second round of debates. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, there's no way he's going to raise 100, he's going to get 130,000 unique donations. Like, I'm, just, I, I'm flabbergasted that he managed to get 65 um, so, uh, Andrew Yang, um, you know, didn't d- just in general kind of trash, but he didn't really do anything he spoke to like twice. So it didn't really matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, he didn't do anything to stand out. Uh, 
but uh, Brian Williams super upset that he wasn't wearing a tie. I don't know if you saw that in the pre-debate coverage. He's like, oh well, Andrew Yang not even wearing a tie. Like, well, well I guess uh, I guess that's what we're, we're we're doing now at these. I'm like, like just don't you have a fucking helicopter crash to go lie about? Like nobody, can, like <laughs> what are you doing? Like who cares? Like, because if Andrew Yang did wear a tie, you know, it would be like one of those like Western bolo ties, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a fucking tech bro. He thinks he's like, you know, he thinks he's Mark Zuckerberg and he can walk around in a fucking, you know, sweatshirt and, and like, you know, run the country. It, it's preposterous. It's yeah, I, I got the sense that Yang realized he was finished tonight, too. Like, he was yeah. kind of just like, nah, 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 I'm done. It, th- yeah, there was that realization absolutely. for a lot of people. I think that was Beto. I think of the of anybody, I think that Beto was like the one who really was like, man, this is not fucking working. This is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pete Buttigieg, uh, atrocious, <sighs> absolutely atrocious performance. God, just so, so phony and terrible and bad. All of his answers are bad. Oh, he had one good answer, JFK. but I don't remember what it was about now. So I guess it doesn't count. <laughs> the, um, thing that, the thing, the best thing that happened with Buttigieg was um, who called him? At? Oh, Eric Swalwell's like you should fire the police chief, and like because they asked him oh, this, yeah, the question yeah, about yeah. his uh, horrible handling of of police misconduct and right. you know just just recently there was a cop you know that shot an unarmed black kid and killed him uh in in south bend but th- there's like a long fucking record of pete Buttigieg being awful on on the super racist cops in his fucking right uh police and, department. and that's like the the liberal mayor thing to do is like well we don't know what to do so fire the police chief Right, and then like every two years, you just get a new one, and they do something shitty, and you fire them too. Like that's a normal thing for right. big city police chiefs, yeah. or the you know fourth largest city in Indiana, South Bend, whatever the fuck that is. Um, but yeah, it was like he didn't even like you know it was like hey dude, like don't you know the rules? Like if your fucking cops kill a black guy, you fire the chief. Like don't like the you Catholic know that? Church, you move him to another diocese. <laughs> exactly. You just move him to another <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I remember what Buttigieg's good answer was was on why we should give. Uh, universal health care to undocumented immigrants. And he had a really good answer on that. And it was just like, we don't want anyone to be sick. You know, we don't want anyone to be sick. We want everyone to, whether they're here legally or not, to have mm-hmm. access to health care because that's what you do in a civil society. And I was like, oh, that was actually a good fucking answer because I don't hear that very often. Access and, to access. Yeah. Well, right, okay, <laughs> exactly. But it's, but it's just in, funny because he doesn't even support Medicare for all, so he could say that, and then right. it's like, you know, he's but such a bullshit. You know, it, it's, the, it's the law of the land in this country that undocumented immigrant children still get to go to public school for free. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and, that, and, he, and he said that. He was like, look, they come here and they still pay taxes, they still pay sales tax and income tax and property tax. And they so, pay rent. Exactly. Or own homes, and, and, yeah. And he, and he did say that. Like, you know, property tax either directly or indirectly, you know, implying rent. So, yeah, well, I was they, really glad that he answered that correctly. Because I don't even know if Bernie would, would be that good on that answer, honestly. And they also pay into things that they're never going to receive the benefits of. Right. Like they, their, their payroll taxes go into Social Security, which they're never going to be able to collect. So they... Hey, they and and Biden in his in his horrible way actually mentioned that today how they fund Social Security in one of his rambling, incoherent attempts at a response today. Um, but so yeah, but Buttigieg, fucking joke. Um, yeah, everything else he said good. I was I was surprised that he was good on that one one answer though. Yeah, uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> so 
Wow. Um, if anything happened tonight, I think it's the the uh, immediate death of the, uh, the, the the number one spot for Joe Biden because holy shit, does he look bad tonight? Like, I, th- I feel like we need like a foghorn siren. You know, you know that that sound. Yeah, like the wah, wah. <laughs> like that was every every time he got called on, he was like, "What? What, what, what did, did, did Where I, did am you, I? Did I raise my hand? So I don't remember. Where what, am I? This what? isn't the Klan rally. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't put his sentence together. Not a single one of his answers was fucking coherent. Kamala Harris just ate his fucking lunch. Like, she made him look like such a dumbass old fucking daughter. Like, he, he just looked like such a... I mean, like, so that... Um, what was the one thing she hit him on? Oh, the fucking... <laughs> the segregationist thing. Like, she yeah, really, like, blessing. just... Really fucking gave it to him. And oh. I can't stand her. But, like, and, she really fucking... Yeah, yeah, I was, like, and, super happy about that. And she was going to that. apologize. And he, like, got so irate at her. Swalwell had a good moment, too. Well, Where yeah, he, tol- f- he told him that it. you know years ago when he was like a kid, he came to California and <laughs> told him to pass the torch, and he was like, "I need you to do that." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah Biden. Really you, you could tell yeah. Biden like thought he that got complimented for like a split second, and then was like, uh-huh. "Oh wait, I just you got can see burned. the smile like slowly <laughs> fading." For he's like, "Oh, you uh, motherfucker!" <laughs> he was so fucking hapless. Like people just dist- that was that was the best thing about I, the night. I, I, I tell you. Loved. Kamala had so many like prepackaged lines we were mm. meant to sound so good. many fucking uh, oh lines. like oh we we didn't come here to food fight and I was like oh yeah you would know because you put everyone in prison you know what a food fight's well, like exactly. no Americans <laughs> didn't didn't come here to see a food fight they came here to find out how they're gonna put food right. on the table but yeah but, that totally was off the top of your head you fucking bullshit but where like, she fucking landed that shit was when she fucking teed him up. With you know uh, opposing uh, bus integration or you know any segregation uh-huh. through busing kids in, and then she fucking tied it in her own personal story and she was like, and I was one of those kids, and it was just like oh shit, <laughs> she just yeah. fucking cut his throat. Yeah, no, that was great. And then he's like, yeah, well, no, I I, I support that, and that's why I support letting municipal. He gave the fucking right wing like states rights, but like like municipalities rights answer to why he thinks. That the fucking South should should be able to be to to not uh, yeah. go forward with integration. Yeah, he, he, like, he tried so to say, well, bad. I didn't I didn't support the, the the busing authority instituting that as the policy. I wanted a higher authority. She was like, yeah, that's why you should have had you know the, the you should have had the state get involved with that. You should have had the federal government get involved with that, and he didn't. And that was your job. Yeah, <laughs> so no, she I mean, he, she he, fucking she, pommeled him on that she one. Killed him on that. Um, and and it's I mean he's just fucking so stuck out of time. I mean I, he's just I, I can't believe. Apparently a lot of people were tweeting that like uh, apparently like his staffers are like having a meltdown oh my during God. this debate. They are, but you know Simone Sanders tweeting right through it. She just posted like a like a meme of him, and it's well it's not even a meme. It's just like a picture of him. And he's like looking like cool and like calm and collected, and I'm just <laughs> like, bitch, you know that you guys don't, aren't going to have jobs pretty soon, right? <laughs> yep, Simone Huckabee Sanders just always always tweeting through it. Um, but so y- yeah, uh, Biden was just atrocious, and his campaign's fucking dead in the water. I mean, and we knew it, and this that, that was the one ironclad prediction I think we all made is that the second we get Biden on a debate stage in his current you know mental capa- mental capacity 
Uh, whatever that is. Whatever that it's it and like <laughs> honestly, and I'm not trying to be again, not trying to diagnose medically, yeah. but no, he's fucked. He his brain is fucking mush. Like his, you watch his debates from 08 or even like his earlier debates. He's a prick and he's a right wing motherfucker, but he knows how to debate and he knows how to like argue. Like he was never so at a loss for words. And like this is why. He hasn't done a single interview since announcing that he's running for fucking president and he's the number one fucking candidate. Right, he hasn't done a national interview. Right, because, because it would just be him at that point, so he can't it's not rehearsed. And 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 his and he, and he just can't answer a single question. His brain's fucking mush. He's the he's the weekend at Bernie's candidate. The, his fucking staff is carrying him around with a stick up his back and a voice box, and he's like maybe not even alive. Like I don't know, <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's just, yeah, it's atrocious. So, well, the thing that scared me is that they're still going to prop this corpse up, right? And our mm-hmm. parents aren't going to, they're not going to vote based on Joe Biden right now. They're going to vote on their nostalgia of Barack Obama, right? And, and I mean, which is terrible. Whose I'm name not, he uh, forgot, by the way, right. back when President was in office. Like, he literally <laughs> forgot Barack Obama's fucking name. You're going to tell me he doesn't have that cognitive boy. issues? No, like, he's... Like, clearly, Bernie is sharp as a fucking nail. Yeah. Uh, almost all the time. Every once in a while, if Bernie doesn't get something, he'll he'll ask clarifying. It's like, just, you know, he does his thing. Biden, man, just... I started... I fucking started the hashtag... I, you know those people that, like, they're like, I started a hashtag, and it's like a fucking, like, vote Democrat. And, like, you didn't start mm-hmm. that, but... Uh, so I officially started the hashtag Foggy Joe tonight uh, <laughs> to describe his, his state of, like, just... Like, he, he looked like he was having a stroke half the night. Um, I, I don't know. Like, anyone who watched that, <laughs> I would legitimately have concerns about... Like like Trump's crazy, but he's still cognizant, right? Mm, kind of. Kind of. He fades they're, they're similar. Out. That's that's the problem. Is like he's yeah. he's kind of he's kind of got that Trump like uh, like you don't know if his mental faculties are all there thing where you're like, well, I think like Trump doesn't the... care if he hears you, whereas Joe Biden's trying to listen and still can't concentrate, right? <laughs> so Gravel actually had a really good tweet about one of Biden's answers. Uh, Biden was asked, what's the one issue you'll focus on as president? Joe Biden's response, defeating Donald Donald Trump. Joe Biden is an idiot. (laughs) He literally answered, they asked asked each of the candidates, what's the one issue you'll focus on as president? And Joe Biden said, the one issue he will focus on when he's the president (laughs) is defeating Donald Trump. I I mean, is there like a portal in time? (laughs) Is there like a nursing home in Joe's area that we could call? Because this is just really like Fuck I almost nursing wonder. Home. If, like, Joe needs to go straight to hospice care. He's yeah. not gonna. I don't. I don't think he'll be alive in four years, let alone cognizant. Yeah. Yeah, he's a mess, like an entire mess. <laughs> so Biden was just yeah, hilarious, a hilarious comedy <laughs> of errors. That, that 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 was the best thing about the night, bar none. Um, he, got, he, oh, he, he needs to come to more debates, though, because, you know, every time he talks, his his numbers are just going to slip. Yeah. I, and he t- I don't even remember what it was about, but he was asked another question where he was like, I think you're being so unfair to President Obama and all that he got. To, like, he just constantly like so like a staffer was like, hey, remind him of all the good things you did during the Obama administration. But he couldn't remember a single one because they didn't do anything fucking good. So he had to just keep saying that and like didn't actually <laughs> back it up with any policies. Like they asked, oh, because when they asked him about how like Obama 
deported three million people when he was president. They didn't say, but like that's literally he set the record for deportations when he was president. No, they did say it. They did say the number. Well, they they mentioned the number, but they didn't mention the fact that it was a record, which I thought was okay. a little bit of an omission. But but whatever. They still it's great. They mentioned the fact they deported three million people. And Biden didn't have a fucking answer. He's like, I just think it's so unfair that you're criticizing, uh, you're comparing. I think it's, I think he's he's like it's borderline immoral that you're comparing what Obama did to what Trump has done. Oh, it, somebody took a freeze frame of the exact instant they said that, and his face was shocked, <laughs> like, like he'd never heard that number before, or maybe he knew oh it, but he God. was terrible. He was he, like, he, he "How could, dare how you, dare you that bring that up?" That up? It's just <laughs> it, it, he's just man. This is going to be a fun fucking three months until he drops out. Um, no, he'll he'll go to the first the first round of of uh, caucus. He'll go to Super Tuesday, but after that, he's done. Um, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, you know, don't like her. Totally full of shit. Uh, she had a really good night though. Like she did she a did. lot to ingratiate herself to the the people who are undecided because they don't follow politics. Like they're. She she was super performative also, but she's also kind of like Booker, very good at like uh, making it seem as if it's genuine. Like so many of those lines were obviously pre-planned canned right. lines, but she's good at delivering them where it seems like she's giving them like off the, you know, she's a good actress. Like that's, you know. Right. And even like the, 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 um, the, the food fight line mm-hmm. is rehearsed as it sound, as it sounded, it was still like, okay, she... You know, she got the good clap back on that, right? So mm-hmm. it works, even if it is rehearsed. She played to that audience too. She knew that would be that business class, like like right wing liberal. Like anytime she said anything that's vaguely, you know, reeked of women's empowerment, even though she uh, hasn't met a woman that she didn't want to lock up when she was the DA of you know California. Right. It's like she 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 knows how to do the performative stuff she needs to, even though she doesn't really support any of those issues. Sure. Wealthy, you know, and and more than anything though, it's appealing to, to, you know, wealthy or upper middle class white women that want to pretend like they're down with sassy black women. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She's, she's the Ben Carson for, for sassy white women or for, for, uh, yeah, upper class white women. So, um, but no, she look, you know, credit where credit's due. She had a good night. Uh, it not everyone is good at this format. Uh, you know, Tulsi is, a, I think, has a lot of really good policies. Is really not good at this format. Uh, Kamala is is very good at this format. She's a prosecutor, so she's used to, you know, this kind of argumentative back and forth. Like that's, I think, that's really what what serves her well in these in these environments. Um, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand uh, was just. Uh, you, you called her Jillabot tonight, and that's pretty accurate. She was super robotic, uh, you know, just constantly trying. Like, I don't know what her strategy was, but she would always just, like, interrupt and, like, not really contradict anything that was said and not really put forth anything on her own. I was very confused by her her, her performance tonight. <laughs> yeah, she had, like, one good interjection, and I was kind of like, all right, yeah, all right, I can see that one. And then every other time, I was like, "You just like this this weird children of the corn looking persona she has, you know, with the you know like uh, Norwegian white bangs and everything." It's like I, yeah, I don't know why she's running, honestly. Yeah, she's I, super I, Aryan, Aryan looking. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the less said about her, the better. Like, there's just nothing remotely remarkable about her <laughs> campaign, and she uh, is 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 just. 
maybe the biggest uh, defender of Israel and and you know taker of APAC money more than Booker. I think Booker's taking more money. Yeah, but well, she was one of the, also one of the sponsors on that criminalizing BDS bill. So was she? Uh, yeah. So she, they're they're pretty close. They're one and one A maybe. <laughs> sure. Her 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 hallmark is being slightly less hateable than Klobuchar. So. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 pretty accurate. Um, also, given that seat by Hillary Clinton, uh, fun fact that was Hillary's old Senate seat, and they they oh, essentially nice. a, a, a appointed her to that seat, uh, and we're like, hey, nobody run against her um, in a sa- super safe blue district. Um, so, uh, Mike, <laughs> Michael Bennett, uh, if anyone can remember who he is, you get a cookie. Uh, <laughs> he, he was one of the guys on stage. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I, I can't. That's that's about all I have to say about Michael Bennett. Um, oh, it was uh, somebody that we in one of our DM groups was like, uh, he looks like Bill Murray on fucking. What did she say? It was like uh, Bill Murray on like Bennett or, or something. something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can see. I, I love the one. The one great thing that 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 I remember about Michael Bennett was when they asked for everyone's one policy. He said. Uh, Oh, like all the all the stuff about uh, lifting up middle class uh, wages, like like Bernie's talking about. <laughs> that was oh yeah. Like <laughs> 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 whatever whatever Bernie said, that's what I'm with. Even so though he's I, like super kind of right wing on most other things, he's just like yeah, he's like I don't understand why you're running. Like what do he? He's not like I understand why John Delaney's running because he wants to be like the right wing alternative within the Democratic Party to Bernie and talk about how bad socialism is. I don't understand what Michael Bennett is running for because he doesn't really forcefully do that, and he's not a leftist in any sense of the word. So, like, what do you, like what space do you occupy? I don't. I'll even tell you what space he occupies. Democratic Party needed people to be in, in every single state, state yep. that Bernie did well in, so he can pick off votes. Yeah, and he's from Colorado, I think. So that was yep. another one where Bernie did well. So it was like, yeah, and, and all of them agree with his policies, Bernie's policies, for the most part. But then they go, oh, well, I just, I just don't like the word socialism. We're going to lose with those, you know, with Republicans. Like you know, as we already said, like you're you're going to lose with the Republicans already. <laughs> uh, so why even pretend? But yeah, yeah. I mean, the fucking NBC had a bunch of they had like a panel of six young voters on, you know, not pundits but actual just young voters who probably still had like a very privileged upbringing and they were like so who's excited for joe biden none of them raised their <laughs> hands right this is before the debate by about 20 minutes or so and you know like the worst thing that any of them said about bernie was well we love all his policies we're just worried about that label socialism because our parents don't like it and it's like, then fucking tell your parents it's not bad anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. So get off of fucking NBC and go talk to your fucking auntie. Yeah. More Gravel teens, less uh, of those kids. <laughs> like, yeah. those kids can fuck off, but the Gravel teens, uh, pretty awesome. So, but, but that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're sort of amazed by those, you know, the, the Gravel Twitter team, right? But I don't think that they're that rare. Honestly. No, that that generation by and large is way more like them than they are like, you know, like our parents' generation. Right, right, um, and and you know they say that with any new technology, it takes thirty years to really integrate into society, where society really knows how to use it. Right, and and the internet's what twenty twenty five years old now, so we're getting close to that point. And I really think that you know for all the harm we've seen done with the internet. You know these these shit libs really want to astroturf because they know 
they know that the future really is social media for, for campaigning, mm-hmm. and they're failing at faking it. And I love that. Because they, you know, like you look at how many fake followers Liz Warren has. It's like 41% of Liz Warren's Twitter followers are not real accounts. They're all bots, right? And isn't that what we're supposed to be afraid of is all the Russian bots on Twitter? And it turns out like half the fucking AstroTurf shit lib candidates are all fucking bot accounts. Yeah. All right. So let me keep going down the list here. Uh, Eric Swalwell uh, is a person that's running for president. (laughs) I don't remember him at all. He's a person. He's the one that had that like that that kind of swoop in his hair. Still, yeah, he's a weird face. It doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what his deal is. Like his <laughs> his his closing statement was like I, I seriously thought I was like in the Hall of Presidents in Disney World. Like he doesn't move or or talk like a human being. Like I don't understand what his deal is. Like, how old is he? Because he kept saying like um, our generation, us millennials. And yeah, shit he, and he looks like he's like, like fifty. Like what? I know. Like I was like, he's um, not old, but confused? he's not like. He's not Pete Buttigieg's age. Was you know. he on like the end? Of he was the, on the right. I was think he? all the way on the right. I might have had him cropped off on the side of my screen. <laughs> yeah, he's the other, he's the, he's the he was other one who kept from interrupting. California, yeah. He, and kept, he was like, "Pass the torch." Yeah, that was the pass the torch guy. Uh, I still don't know <laughs> what he looks like. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. he, he's so unremarkable that the minute his his face isn't in front of your your eyelids <laughs> and your eyeballs, it immediately like goes but away. Also, like. <laughs> the, all, Literally, all those white dudes on stage look alike. Except, oh like, yeah, no. The, you ever see that picture where somebody mashed them all together and it <laughs> looks like one of them? Like it looks it was like, like an a actual bunch of squares. Yeah, I was like, and then also they also put. Um, I think I saw like a meme where it was like all. It was like five of them, and they were like, "Name that guy." And we're like, "Who?" Yeah, it's <laughs> really incredible that you know. I, I, well, we have like a trillion neurons in our brain, and not one of them could remember his face. <laughs> Oh, we got we got we got to bring you into like uh, r- like memory uh, retrieval therapy, <laughs> where they like put you under and they like try to bring back like lost memories. Be like, right. does this ring a bell? And they hold up a picture to you. No, no, not doing anything. No, <laughs> doing nothing. Still nothing. Um, so then finally, uh, let's talk about Bernie. Um, he he had an okay night. I think this is not his best format no. for for his style. Like it's just. He's, Town halls are better for him, for sure. Yeah, way better. Where he can really talk for a long period of time. Anytime where you like rush him to give an answer, he's just gonna get annoyed and like, fl- like flustered. Be like, well, well, you, well, you expect me to give you a one-word answer to a problem that's uh, you know uh, wide rate. Like he, he just, it's like not a great format for him. I still think he did a really good job when he got his answers in, uh, but it was just few and far between, and that was another thing that they did was really try to ice him out from answering because they knew that any answer he gave would have been good to the American people, even though, of course, in the room, all these rich fucks were, like, sitting on their hands for the most part. Right. Well, he's number one trending tonight, so... Yeah, exactly. I so don't think that he did that badly. And then yeah, Marianne so. Williamson's number two. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly people are like, who the fuck was that? Like, how did yeah, you... Like, well, the, you guys saw how... The comments are hilarious. Tulsi, I, was, I was laughing for a Tulsi bit. Tulsi Gabbard last night was, like, the number one Google search for the night. Yeah, people that was like, awesome. Rush, it's all Russians. Oh, right, right. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I think Bernie was, was you know, letting the fives have their chance to talk before the tens are going to continue on without those uh, uh, halfwits. But, um, again, he, he kind of let people make his arguments for him 
for Medicare for all and some other policies, knowing that, you know, eventually you come back to the guy who came up with most of those. Um, but yeah, like he knows that if he's always kind of trying to trying to interrupt, like they're going to attack him for it way more than Kamala ha- saying, you know, oh, I want to talk about race. Like, you know, that's, that, that's not going to work if Bernie does <laughs> that. Right. Um, but man, there was that one moment and I tweeted about this when Bernie really wants to dial up his volume and mm-hmm. fill the fucking room with his voice. <laughs> nobody can match him. You could hear him echoing through that hall, not even on the monitors, but yeah. just the sound of his real voice at one point, and everyone shut the fuck up. Yeah, when and they were was, all talking, he was just like, <laughs> listen, just listen, like, this is what we need. Yeah, no, it was, it was, like, it was great. Yeah, and I love it, because you know he voice. has that power, and you know that like he had a lot of restraint tonight to not use it, except for a couple times, right? And he, he was waiting for the moments where he could get like a really good sound bite in, you know, without anyone else interrupting, and he just he his his level of communication skill is better than anyone there. His policies are better, but his communication uh, discipline is just the best on that stage. <laughs> Whenever he talks like that, it reminds me of uh, James Adomian's impression of him. You know, the guy who did that like really funny tax oh, video yeah. <laughs> in in the stand up. I'm ruined. <laughs> in the stand up thing they do, he does this really long monologue at the end where he compares. Uh, politics to the never-ending story and like by the end of it he's like screaming that i am falcor and i am here to let you all run like it that that moment i was like that that yeah. was exactly what my mind flashed to um yeah but well, he knows so, how to project his voice he knows how to he does push the the, the air and up through his chest and, and so know, like just do it I, his the highlight of Bernie's night was when he got to fucking call Biden out on voting for the Iraq war. Like that was the moment where I was like, that's, that's the Bernie we know. That's, that's him getting comfortable. Like, cause like, he, you know, it was just very like, give me a 30 second answer. And it's like, that's not his strong suit. But when he finally got to kind of interject and be like, you know, unlike, uh, unlike, uh, vice president Biden here, I, uh, who, who supported the Iraq war, I led the opposition against the Iraq war. Uh, and that's and like when he starts to get into stuff like that, that's like where Bernie's really going to shine. And, and, you know, no matter what happens, he's going to be in the, the in the de- later debates when you really start to shed the the Swalwells of the world and the Tim Ryans. If he hasn't you know shot up a, a whatever, <laughs> like a fucking a debate, uh, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm assuming he'll be knocked out by then. So once you shed those people and you really get time to talk like that's where Bernie's going to shine. Uh, like Bernie and Hillary, Bernie fucking decimated her in those. Debates. Oh yeah, like she that, was fucking terrible. She was terrible, and that's where he really gets to shine, where he gets to talk for half the time. Like that's right. where he's like, that's where he's really gets his fucking. You know, he's he's a bit older. He takes a while to get the motor revving, but when he gets the motor revving, like nobody's gonna beat him. Like that's Ooh, yeah, you know, and 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 he knows that when he gets really loud, that you get the crowd riled up, right? But you mm-hmm. don't end on that note. Like you have to. You know, you work up to that crescendo. You know, you start off down here, and you work up louder and louder, and you get the crowd where you want them, and that's when you tell them what you're going to do, and then you let everyone know that you're going to bring your voice back down, you're going to start, you know, dialing it back, and then you, when you're just about ready to go, you just curve, you round down the end of your sentence. And that's yeah. when you let you know, everyone know you're done talking. And Bernie does that flawlessly. And I don't know why everyone else doesn't fucking copy him. Doing Bernie's that. Bernie's a big Nirvana fan. He's a, he, he he knows how to do the, the quiet, <laughs> loud, quiet dynamic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but it gets people because they want to get riled up, but they don't want to leave you feeling like fucking anxious. They want to bring you back to a place of calm and control. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, I mean, overall, just the whole evening was an absolute shit show. Um, you know, as we expected it would be. Uh, both evenings were a total shit show. Yeah. And I, I really hope that the, that a lot of these people get weeded out in the second round because just and they're they're the funny thing is they're like six candidates that are running for president that didn't even make these debates. There's there are a bunch more fucking people in this race than even the the clowns that we saw the last two nights. Oh yeah. Oh we, yeah, we, there's a total of twenty five people. Yeah. <coughs> we need oh, to get Microville up there. Absolutely. Entered. Yeah. Sorry, Mary and Faithful, but we need to uh, replace you with Mike Gravel. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I just want one debate where Gravel just really fucking gives it to Biden for like 30 minutes straight. Because Biden, the great thing about Biden is he's got that he's got such fucking entitled boomer energy that like oh the second he gets challenged, he's like, wow, I, I just he gets so flustered. And that's where you really get the fucking gold out of him. That's oh, where yeah. you really get him to just shit the bed and and drop the mask like he is he drops the mask in two seconds if he doesn't fucking like the way a conversation's going so exactly do you guys think that like the bernie people are talking to the mike gravel kids like trying to make sure that moment happens i hope so i i hope they fucking take a take a couple cues from them because that they know what they're fucking doing Man, just fucking I, I want to see Wunderkins. I want to I want to see like a rematch of the, all those like great 2007 debate clips where Gravel is oh. just fucking going after Biden and Biden's just like hanging his head in shame. <laughs> I want to see that again. He did that tonight too. When Kamala was really fucking laying into him, you saw his head was just like he was just putting his head down, like pretending yeah. to look at his notes. He's like, God, this fucking God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but then as soon as he started talking, he's like, he goes, I can show you my record any day. He's like, I was in the civil rights movement. He talks like Trump. He's like, uh, like if anyone wants to compare civil rights records, it's like, oh, but really? He, he's <laughs> already been called out on that. He was I not. Know. He doesn't live in reality. He doesn't live in reality. But And again, I think he largely got a pass on all these things just because there's so little time to talk about any of them. But once he gets down to like five five person debates, like, they're going to fucking destroy him on his record. And hope so. You know, I really do. So. And honestly, like, I, I know I, like, clowned on Marianne Williamson. I hope that she stays only because she's bringing something different to the table. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I, yeah. I, I, I and she's entertaining she, as fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what is up with that, like, fucking, like, uh, just, yeah, like, 1930s, like, like Scarlett O'Hara accent. Where oh the fuck God. is that from? I don't know what no, she, she was talking about. The, the, the New Zealand thing. What was that? I didn't even understand she what like, she was I'm saying. I'm going to call my first phone call. Be the president of New Zealand. Oh. And who, who says she wants to make that the greatest country for, some, for a child to grow up in? I'm going to tell her. No, uh-uh, sister. The America's going to be the greatest country for a child to grow up. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, nobody knows what you're talking about. Like, I, I, I know that she's talking about the new female leader of New Zealand right. who's actually supposedly yeah, like we a, know a, that a, shit. a strong leftist, but like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? And and also, like, why are you, like, hostile to her? Like, what? She's like <laughs> off in like La La Land. So That's where she's nuts. Man. She's like batshit so crazy. Fucking, the fucking <laughs> blotter kicked in. Hardcore. The comments <laughs> that people are posting about her right now that she's trending are the funniest things ever. I was reading them before and I was dying. Read us one. Read us one. She had to have been seeing like, the, vape, okay. the, the yeah. fucking vaporways were really kicking in at that point. Like she was really. So just I just I just posted a couple, but like they're freaking hilarious. So they posted like all of her old tweets. And they're just, Gosh. like, psychobabble <laughs> bullshit and a bunch of, yeah. like, 
all new agey shit. Like, yin is feminine, earth is yang, masculine sky. <laughs> when God is seen as he, the soul is seen as she. Just archetypes. Spirit impregnates soul. <laughs> oh, my God. Good God. Oh, my God. I can't with this shit. All right. Well, I... <laughs> All right. Look at your page now, Jules. You're a lamp. God is electricity. You're a faucet. God is the water. You're a human. God is divine. Within you, allow the flow. <laughs> Oh, fuck oh, my life. God. Good fucking God. All right. Well, <laughs> we oh. could talk about this forever, but I, I think we yeah. uh, we covered pretty much all that we wanted. All that we, <laughs> I love all the, the, the Jules, the one you retweeted that just says, Marianne Wilson, your closing remarks? And it's like a <laughs> gif dance. of, of like fucking... Dance. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know if it's sort of dancer, it's fucking like... Um, Fucking uh, <laughs> oh, what's the name of the fucking band? Not not Steely Dan, uh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> it looks like a Fleetwood Mac video, <laughs> like like dancing in like a fog machine oh my God, with stage so lights. Good. It's so good. Oh man! So Gravel just had a really good tweet. Uh, you could have replaced every minute given to Kirsten Gillibrand, John Hickenlooper, Michael Bennett, and Eric Swalwell with an air horn, and it would have been more substantive. True. Yeah, I. I <laughs> Good shit. It's so, so true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, you know, I, I I can't believe we have to do like 12 more of these. Oh, my things. God. So like, who do you think is me. going to actually like kill drop me. off? So, I mean, the next round is a much higher threshold. They need 130 individual donations from 50 states. And I, the first one was 65. So I, I, I don't know how Bill de Blasio got that many donations because he entered the race like two weeks ago. And yeah. all the, I, I really they wonder how that shit. I really they wonder how it. yeah how how strict they're keeping to that because I almost refuse to believe Joe Biden got sixty five thousand like real people uh, how, donating how did, to his how campaign. How did Marion Wilson get sixty five thousand? I'm sure Oprah <laughs> tweeted it like twice and like she got oh, her really? like, yeah, like, like yeah. folks to do it, but like I I just you know. I don't fucking know. So I don't know. I, I, I think like Swalwell won't be back. I think uh, Delaney and Hick and Pooper probably won't be back. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know, it, it's almost a shame because they're kind of hilarious, like to dunk on, like when they're, they're just like, yeah, I, I, it's I really more th- fun now. It's less stressful when you know you have all these clowns in the car. Everyone needs to fucking demand, by the way, that the next debate be like free and open to the public and not this fucking nonsense. Because if that room was filled with real people and real Democratic they voters from their Florida, heads off. They, they, yeah, they, this, this would have been a first of all, I mean, you know, Biden already got dunked on hilariously by everybody and the crowd, but they would have ripped his fucking head off and, you know, drank his spinal fluid. Uh, but Bernie would have gotten a much better response. Like, John Hickenlooper would not have gotten a standing ovation for some fucking nonsense answer that he gave no. that had no subs. Like it, so I, I think that's the most important thing is that the next debate take place in, in, in a gr- room full of real fucking people, not, you know, superdelegates. Like I saw fucking John Lewis, uh, you know, fresh off his latest sellout defending Joe Biden uh, for uh, support of segregationists uh, sitting in like the seventh row. So clearly like the entire floor of that debate was made up of superdelegates. I saw Tom Perez. I saw John uh, Lewis. I saw 
uh, a couple of other reps. Like they, they, the, clearly, the entire floor was like reserved for politicians and superdelegates. Uh, almost no real people got into this fucking well, thing. And, and you know, even if that's still the case, where we can't get real people in there, there's there was a tweet I retweeted last night from from somebody that sort of paints the like the perfect scenario of you know if we got Mike Ravel in there, and mm-hmm. the tweet the tweet just reads. Uh, Mike Ravel on the debate stage, casually waving a loaded thirty-eight revolver, <laughs> asking the other candidates if, quote, any of you have ever, ever met a man with nothing left to lose, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. we got to make it happen. Everyone go go to send Ki- Henry Kissinger to thehague.com, and you can donate to Mike Ravel's app. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love the idea Which is, I, just, I, I lo- I Those fucking kids, man. Fucking I swear. Kids. Those fucking so kids good. in the future. Gives me so, so much good. hope. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted to touch on. Oh, I you know I wanted to mention I want I might want to mention up top actually, but I'll do it here. Um, so Ladonna, who you know uh, used to co-host the show with us, uh, is actually going through a really serious medical situation right now. Uh, she found out that she uh, had a lymph node biopsy, and she found out it's breast cancer. So, uh, you know, I wanted to just you know say that we're like you know really supportive of her and her in her fight. But I, I yes. you know everyone should. Uh, if they can go donate to her GoFundMe because you know we live in a fucking horrible country where people go bankrupt from healthcare needs every day, uh, and you know insurance is is terrible if you have cancer. Like it doesn't cover nearly enough uh, of the costs involved with that. So I, I, I wanted to give out her GoFundMe. It's uh, GoFundMe. Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, just just search GoFundMe, help LaDonna kick cancer's butt, and you should find it. Um, GoFundMe's not very link-friendly for stuff like that. So uh, just go s- search for that in the GoFundMe like search thing, and you'll find well, it. Well, let's uh, post it in the uh, description of the episode. Yeah, too. yeah, and I'll, I'll post it all in right. the description on Twitter and all that. So, cool. yeah. And, if and you know, if you were going to, like, uh, you know, donate to the Patreon or to the, the, the Teespring or whatever, just do that instead. Like, we, 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 we'll we get by for a week. Not if you're a regular sus- subscriber to the Patreon, though. Like, don't cancel well, you, your yeah, monthly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, have an extra like, little bit of money. Yeah, no, if, yeah, if you're going to, you know, kick in any extra money, throw it to her because she definitely uh, could use it because, again, our healthcare system fucking sucks. And even if you have insurance... There are thousands of dollars in medical costs uh, on top of what the insurance covers. So, uh, you know, we wish her a speedy recovery. And she said she's going to come on soon. Uh, She's been wanting to come back on for a while. Uh, So we'll we'll have her on uh, to talk about something, maybe the next round of debates or something. Um, Yeah. So uh, other than that, uh, you know, rate, review and subscribe uh, the, the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. Helps us out in the uh, ratings. Uh, if you want to uh, follow us on SoundCloud, you can do that at soundcloud.com slash move left. Uh, Facebook.com slash move left idiots. You can go there. Uh, we post the episodes. We post a lot of memes, a lot of uh, discussion groups going on over there. So that's a good place uh, to go uh, if you want to be part of the, the community of listeners, move left listeners. Um, you can. Uh, 
else can you do? You can, if you want to uh, become a recurring Patreon subscriber and support the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash move left. Uh, if you want to pick up any merch, you can do that at tinyurl.com slash move left merch. Uh, what else? I am on Twitter at move underscore left. I'm on Twitter at smutcollector.com, Twitter slash info net. <laughs> and Jules. Am I saying mine? Yep. I'm at Spicy Socialist. I thought it was Socialista. Socialista. That's right. You Sorry. Go. You guys know more than me. I just, <laughs> I've only had it for like less than a week. Spicy Socialista. That was my old one. To, to Latin explain your Twitter handle to you. Sorry. That was my old one. That's why. Yeah. We're just a bunch of. All right. Well, Jules, thanks again for coming on uh, for a second week in a row. We always love having you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we will see you next week with more Move Left Idiots.